Hi everyone, it's Richard and you're listening to AWA. I'm with Darshan today and we're going to be talking about all things dentistry. Hi Darshan and thanks for joining me today. Hello, um, that's alright, no problems. So Darshan, can you briefly introduce yourself to the listeners? So my name is Darshan. Um, I am a fully qualified dentist currently working on the NHS. Uh, my family is based in Farnborough, but I have moved to Worcester to pursue, you know, my career nice. in dentistry. Cool. So first question for you, because I've seen so many people do this, and it's quite, like, popular and almost trending, where people whiten their teeth quite a bit. So mm-hmm. does teeth whitening damage your teeth or not? Teeth whitening, yes, it does. It does damage your teeth. Um, it can make your teeth sensitive. Um, and if you have sensitivity to begin with, teeth whitening is really something that you shouldn't pursue. Mm-hmm. There are other things that you can do to make your teeth look whiter, but not, don't actually make whiter. Um, but I think a lot of people are misled by what they see from celebrities, where they see you know shining white teeth and then they think, oh my god, I want that. But those aren't actually, most of them aren't actually like natural teeth they're yeah. generally what people call veneers or crowns right um so i think a lot of people are misled they think that whitening will get them to that level no whitening just brightens up your tooth to a natural mm-hmm. whiteness but it can damage your tooth if overused and great that's good to know thank you um so i personally remember like kind of when i was a bit younger thinking i i, I want to do dentistry um, but my reasoning was that I think dentists make money, so I want to be a dentist. I mean, that was my mindset. But I, I actually even went to, you know, shadow some dentists and stuff. But after, like, um, one day, I had to um, stand in where um, this dentist was. I think he was doing, like, a root canal extraction thing. I can't remember. But that just kind of put me right off. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what made you want to do dentistry and why? Okay, I was a bit confused when I was young. I didn't. Okay, my 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 answer is going to be really unorthodox, if, mm-hmm. if that's the right word to use. So I really didn't know what I wanted to do when I was young. Um, I had pretty good grades. My parents were pushing me towards a doctor and stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. I I shadowed a doctor. I shadowed a dentist. I did uh, placements and everything. I didn't really enjoy the medical part. Uh, it seemed very hectic if, mm-hmm. if that's the right word for it and the hours that I, I you know i was speaking to the to one of the surgeons that is oh you know you, the hours can be quite ridiculous they say it's a satisfying job but I, I just it just didn't strike me as what i wanted to do plus i like i like using my hands i like being able to kind of make a difference there and there there and then on mm. the spot so i wanted something more and i did i looked at dentistry in the beginning i was really not interested in dentistry either Right. So, but then, um, as as I was going through the week or whatnot, I, I, you know, I was really just paying attention one day, and the dentist there, it was an NHS dentist, but he changed um, the way a patient's mouth looked completely. Mm-hmm. And I was, and she was really happy, and you know, she just looked very happy, and you know, it was just a very nice atmosphere to be in when 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 you have the the appreciation appreciation for a patient. So I was like, you yeah. know what. I'd rather do this than that, so I I went for dentistry, 
Right, nice. I love how you know it started from a no, I hate to ooh, like I love this kind of. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, what happened was uh, when I went to uni, I was expecting a lot of practicals because you know I heard that it was very hands on mm-hmm. coursework. It was just very repetitive. There was nothing related to dentistry. It was anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, all the stuff. Nothing about dentistry. And I was just like. What am I here for? <laughs> right, right. And then suddenly it kicked in and I was like, okay, fine, like, now this is getting fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like because a lot of people, when they hear, oh, you have to go to the dentist, they're kind of like, ah, oh, like I hate the dentist, you know. And they There's this like negative stereotype with it. So have you had to kind of experience that where people are scared or like they don't want to be there? Oh, for sure, every day. Uh, I deal with that every day. Uh, there's at least one or two patients who come in and they're like, oh, uh, just so you know, I don't like dentists, and I'm just like they're like, okay, fine, then I'm sorry. <laughs> right. But, uh, but um, no, I think a lot of the thing, a, a lot, a lot of the um, issues are with people that are scared with dentists. Their trauma is when they were young. Mm. So the 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 adults, the, the, the us of now, mm. um, we 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 probably had a bad experience when we were younger. Uh, where a dentist has probably pulled out a tooth where you, where you, you were still feeling pain or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I, I, you know, that that's where it stems from. Right. And then on top of that, a lot of a lot of the older generation, they're afraid because, you know, dentistry used to be a lot more, you know, it used to be scarier, you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. used to pull out teeth all the time and they used to have big black fillings and all these things. So it, was a, it wasn't a very nice place to go when the, yeah. as a... Previously, it wasn't so nice, but now it's a lot better. Right. So I, 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 the, the way I address this is I just tell them, look, everything's under your control. I'm not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is about, you know, you're in pain. You're here for a reason. I'm yeah. here to help you, not to hurt you. Can exactly. And then by, when I say that, they're like, yeah, yeah, go on then. And yeah. then I'm trying to joke with them. You know, I, I, I don't play this like dentist-patient relationship. I kind of... Just go into it being like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, hello, darling, all this stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice talk and stuff like that. <laughs> right. And, and they get comfortable. So I, I think, I think it, it, it all depends on how you approach it, how your body mm-hmm. language is. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which dictates whether someone's going to be afraid or not. Yeah, I mean, I wish, like, when I was younger, I had to have braces and everything. Um, and I wish I had used my dentist because my dentist was dead serious when I was younger. <laughs> and I wish it was, like, I wish I had someone who was more kind of fun, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's start with what you do then because surely, is it, like, a repetitive task that you do on a daily basis or does it change from day to day and patient to patient? I mean, there's. A, I mean, I, I don't know how much of, uh, as you said, root canals and stuff. There's, there's those. So it does vary quite a bit. My, my treatments that I do on a daily basis does vary, but it can get repetitive sometimes, especially when you have a load of checkups one after the other, and you have mm-hmm. you don't have anything else to do. But um, I think we get a quite a lot of variety though, because sometimes someone will come in wanting a crown, someone will come in wanting whitening, like you said, mm-hmm. someone will come in wanting veneers, you know, someone will come in with half their tooth missing or a break, Yeah. And someone will say, oh, I've got a lump in the back of my throat or my tongue, and then you're like, oh, okay, what, what could that potentially be? Right, so um, it's not obviously, so it's nothing, sometimes it's just to do with like um, the oral itself, but not the, just, it doesn't have to be just the teeth, like. No, it's not just yeah. teeth, so our, our job is um, everything associated kind of from, the head the neck up right 
it's well not not really up to the eyes and to the mm-hmm. brain and whatnot, but in, in essence, that's that, that's where it is. So any lumps on your face, on your uh, tongue, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so that that's that's our job. Right. So, like, what's been the craziest thing that you've had to do? The craziest thing I've had to do. Probably extract thirty-two teeth all in one go. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's crazy. Wait, so... <laughs> oh, hold on. What What was this for? Like, what was wrong with the... Uh, okay, so before I came to Worcester, I was at a sedation clinic. So it right. was a, a clinic where patients who were very, very anxious or nervous um, came to have their treatments done. So mm-hmm. they would have sedation done. Um, so it would be intravenous sedation to relax them. Um Relax is a very understatement. This is a big understatement, I'd say. They're more out of it than anything. So mm-hmm. patients who are very nervous, who, you know, wouldn't come back after one extraction. Right. So th- this, was, this was a patient who had really been abusing his, himself, Right. I'd say. Um, he was uh, abusing, you know, drugs and pushing drugs mm. and stuff like that and smoking almost uh, 30, 40 cigarettes a day. Uh, Donald not really brushing his teeth, and then he, he every time he had toothache, he'd just avoid it, right? Just carry on until he until he saw a dentist somewhere, and then they referred him to us mm-hmm. at the time, um, because well, all of his teeth were just kind of rotten down to the roots, so there was no nothing we could have done. Uh, there was a couple of teeth which were kind of okay. Mm-hmm. The, the, the teeth, the teeth itself weren't damaged, but unfortunately, the gums were a different. Uh, story so right. a lot of people these days they kind of uh, overlook flossing and gum health so mm-hmm. no matter how good your teeth look if you're if the support isn't there th- there's no saving it so yeah i had to um take out all 32 ouch teeth. Oof. gosh uh, so that must have taken a while right like i was actually gonna go into asking you about what the hours are like um do you have a fixed hour thing or is it like you said that depending on what patients you're looking at the particular day and do you get to choose like what days and what times you work yeah, as well so um as dentists we have the freedom to book our appointment lists as we see fit right so, um that man well to take our 32 teeth i mean when you start doing them on a day because that wasn't anything new to me i wasn't i didn't take our 32 i took out maybe 16 18 mm-hmm. before so you, you kind of get into the groove of it i'd say to take out 32 teeth it probably takes me about 40 minutes to an hour oh that's quick i was thinking it'd take longer than that i mean <clears throat> sometimes some teeth are um uh, more difficult to take out but this guy had wobbly teeth and okay. they weren't that hard um, if, if you've got the right technique, teeth do come out quite easily. Right, right. So I guess from what you said, you do get a lot of career independence um, as a dentist. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, are you self-employed in that sense? or? Yes, yeah. we are self-employed as dentists here. Okay, so is that with everyone or how does it I'm, work? I'm, I'm not entirely sure if everyone is self-employed or not, but mm. as far as I'm aware in the private and in most of the NHS sectors, it is self-employed. Whether you are, whether the dentists are hospital, you know, the intensive care dentists or whatnot, whether they are employed, I'm not sure, but generally as, as dentists here in the UK, we are self-employed. All right, nice. So, I mean... Do you intend to kind of perhaps start your own clinic in the future or what's 
your thought process like at this point in time? Um, uh, well, ideally, yes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Sure. Um, there's a lot of aspects that come into it. Getting the clinic itself and then hiring the staff. Yep. And yep. then building up a patient base. I mean, maybe what, uh, maybe five, six years down the line, mm-hmm. if I, you know, if, if I feel confident enough to open my own clinic, I will. But mm-hmm. for the moment being, I think I'm happy just just as it is. Yep. Um, so also, I was going to ask you, like, surely with being a dentist, you can specialize in a certain area. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. So what? I mean, what's your um, path been like and where are you heading towards or are you already kind of specialising in something? Well, um, specialise, yeah, I mean, dentists have a lot of options in where to specialise with. They could go, you know, orthodontics, like braces, mm-hmm. periodontics, talking about gums and stuff, implants. You can even go towards actual, like, plastic surgery, which is Max Fax. Right. Um at the moment, I am really considering MaxFax or Implant, um, but I think it's it's a bit too early for me to decide what I want to do as a as a, as a specialty mm-hmm. yet. Um, but yeah, those are very interesting things, and I think I'm more. I think I've got a bit of a knack for surgery. Right. Um, so talking about that then. As a dentist, you know, you generally need good manual dexterity skills, right? So did that come to you, like, quite naturally, um, or was it more of a, you know, practice thing where you had to build it over the years? Um, I think for me it was it came quite naturally. Um, I, I, as, I, as I said before, I, I like to work with my hands. I like being able to, you know, do things. So when I was at uni, when I was doing all these, because you, what you have is you get this fake, um, they're called phantom models right um they're, they're basically just uh, uh they imitate a patient lying down and then they mm-hmm. have a tooth in their mouth you have a whole arch in their mouth and you just have to deal with that so when i was doing that of course in the beginning when you do it you're kind of scared because if you make a mistake you can grade it down so mm-hmm. i was a bit nervous but as i did more and more i kind of get you know um it, it it did come quite natural to me like i didn't really find it that difficult um not all dentists have that manual dexterity though I must admit um, so some 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 dentists uh, develop it in their career later on as they go along but I think right. for me I I found it quite easy just to just do it from the beginning it's just born to be a dentist natural oh seems like it <laughs> So taking it back a few years now, um, I think from what I remember, you studied in Spain. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, where did you study in Spain? And, you know, could you just talk us through the process of kind of your course and how it was um, generally the culture there? Okay. So um, I studied in Valencia in Spain. So um, that's the third largest city in Spain um, and it was a five-year course generally dental courses are five years mm-hmm. unless you've done a postgraduate like if you've done some other degree then you might be able to reduce it to four years but generally it's five years um, I actually wasn't planning to go there at all so I had applied to universities here in the UK mm-hmm. um, I had the grades for them but you know but maybe my personal statement was just rubbish so mm-hmm. I got rejected Right. Um, and then I was thinking I'll reapply again next year, just have a gap year to relax. But mm-hmm. somehow or another, UCAS uh, 
gave, sent a letter through my through my, through my door and he and um half saying on you now and yeah it's, it said you know uh, have you tried have you have you thought, ever thought about going to spain to study a dentistry and i was like oh okay let me give it a try so i applied did all the um exams and whatnot and i got through but um there are a lot of options at the moment for people who possibly don't get the grades mm -hmm. and want to study abroad um i'd say it's a great opportunity even if you have the grades to just go abroad yeah um because in the uk from what i've heard and from, uh, from what i've um from what friends have told me is that the degree here in the uk is more based towards staying safe like legally rather mm. than practically although of course you get your practical knowledge and everything um, I'm, I'm not undermining that but i think the training in 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 um, european countries are a lot more practical based because it's not as bad there but yeah um first years as i said was kind of boring i was mm -hmm. really just contemplating just dropping out because i was just bored really um, it's, it's a pretty intense course for, for whoever is thinking about doing it. Um, if you don't have the motivation for it, then I think you're going to struggle. Mm -hmm. um, you, I think you've really got to be quite interested in doing dentistry in order to be able to do it. I think you need to do your research beforehand as well. Um, I think our, our year started off being like 100-something people in the year, and then in the end, about 50 people graduated. Right. Well, so like... a, lo a lot of dropouts do happen. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, as if, if you just, well, it's the same with anything really, isn't it? If you just study, you pass. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and did you have to study like, um, Spanish or am I just being stupid? I mean, you know, did... no, uh, um, it wasn't necessary for us to learn Spanish for our exams, mm -hmm. but, um, I think it's quite obvious that you don't, you don't expect, uh, the English people to come rocking into your clinics. Um, so yeah. we needed to learn Spanish up to a good level right. um, from the third year onwards where we were in the practicals. But, it, it, you know, I think our course was very well managed in the sense that whenever we were in practicals, in, in clinics even, we always had a Spanish person with us. So mm -hmm. we, we had two sides of the degree. One was the Spanish side and one was the English side. Right. An English person would be, or in, in, on one person on the English course would be paired with one person on the Spanish course. Right. And then, so if there were any language barriers, you just talk it out and just, mm -hmm. you know, you know, deal with it like that. So I think it was it was quite nice. Nice. So then, how did you kind of transition after? Obviously, you graduated there. How did you, you know, transition to working in the UK? What was the process like in terms of applying for dentistry in the UK? Was it pretty simple and straightforward? Oh, well, um, as I said, I mean, my my university, um, the course that I went through was recognised by the U by UCAS, and uh, mm -hmm. it's it, you know it's oops, batteries don't know. Um, it was um, recognised by the GDC, so we didn't really, we didn't have to do any like um, some people have to tra transfer their degrees and whatnot. They have to take an English exam, and mm -hmm. maybe a couple of exams or stuff like that. It's called the ORE, I think. Um, yeah. So I didn't really have to do any of that. I could just, I just came back. I just had to give them some documentation that the uni had already provided for me. And then that was it. Right. Um, but yes, from, from, well, from, from, from what I've had from friends and whatnot, um, some dentists uh, that have graduated, even doctors uh, that have graduated abroad in like, Bulgaria and stuff like mm -hmm. that, 
they may need to convert their degree or do another sit an exam. It's mainly just an English exam. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think anyone will ever question your qualification as mm. a doctor or a dentist. You. I mean, whatever, whatever you got, if you manage to pass it, then you pass it. No one's going to question you. But yeah. Mainly your English skills, I think, is what they're going to doubt. But if you're from here in the UK and then you go abroad to study, you're not going to have any trouble speaking English, are you really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, at the moment, like I know with some of my friends who are a doctor, they say, you know, they have to continue with their qualifications in terms of like studying, doing further studies and um, having to sit through some more exams. Is that the same with dentists? Do you guys have to continue, you know, like learning? Um, we continue learning through continuous professional development, so PCPDs, mm-hmm. but we don't have to. If All right. that's, uh, I mean, we have to do the CPDs. There are some courses which you have to have uh, done um, to practice because it's, well, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. This country deems it necessary. But I think um, here in the UK, though, the, the graduates that, that, that graduate from dental school here in the UK, they have to do foundation years. Mm-hmm. So they have to have an extra year or two. Where they, I don't know how long it is. Maybe I think it's just one year where they just have to work under someone you know under a supervisor and just make sure everything's up to scratch and then they can find a golf into the world but for me i didn't have to do that um, right. for 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 dentists that come from abroad you don't have to have that right you can if you if you wish you can go straight into private dentistry and you don't have to have any mentorship or nothing interesting but it's, it's different on the nhs though you have on the nhs even if you're from abroad if you've never worked on the nhs before you have to have someone mentor you first mm-hmm. right so, um, I feel like some of the listeners, you know, who would be interested in dentistry might want to kind of hear an advice from a dentist himself. What would you tell, like, anyone who is interested in studying dentistry, um, you know, what advice would you give them? I'd say just, um, well, do your research, first mm. of all. Can I just ask as well, did you do any work experience prior to applying or any of that? I did, yeah, I did. I did, um, I did shadow. Oh, well, actually, I shadowed a couple of dentists. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, where, where my where my parents used to go. Ah, funnily enough, I've never actually been to the dentist. What? Excuse me. <laughs> funnily enough, I, I, I myself have never had to go to the. I mean, you know how it is in Nepalese culture. When yeah. You go to when you have toothache, I've never had toothache. Okay. Um. So now, now that I am a dentist. Yeah. Again, I don't go to any dentists. I don't know. I think it's because I know what the thing involves, so I don't want to go there. And also, I do my own checkups for my own teeth. So do you just look into the mirror and you're like... Generally, I I know my teeth are clean. Because I brush twice a day, I floss twice a day. Well, actually, I floss after every meal. But, um, you know, I I go into the clinic, I take x-rays, and I'm just like, okay, fine, there's no decay, everything's fine, bone level's healthy. And I'm like, okay, carry on another six months and do the same thing again. Okay, um, so yeah, we just kind of went off a tangent there. So coming back to advice, what advice <laughs> would you tell? <laughs> I'd say, um, you know, first of all, picking dentistry is not an easy thing to do. So well done in that aspect. It's not the most loved job in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, if you really want to do it, I'd say do your research. Find out what your courses are going to be when you go to uni, what modules they are. Um, and then just... I'd say don't be afraid to ask questions. Like a lot of people are afraid because they think, oh, that's like you earlier. It's a silly question. No, 
I mean, some people people think different things. You know, mm -hmm. I saw some people some people understand things differently to other people. So yeah. there's never really a stupid question, in my opinion. Like, okay. if if you, if someone says it's stupid, okay, fine, okay, it's obvious. It may be obvious to some people. It might not be obvious to you. So if you ever have any questions, just ask. Mm -hmm. Do your research, um, and just try and stay motivated. That's all I say. It can get very frustrating in the, you know, in the court, in the clinics because it's it's very very in your face the course mm. it's not easy it's probably the same with doctors i'm, I'm, I'm expecting their course to be very similar because it's well, both five years kind of mm. uh, you know doctors dentists vets that kind of go hand in hand don't they so yeah. i'd say any not just dentistry if you have any queries just ask your dentist and anyone if you ask them nicely enough will be willing to help you or even answer your question right Okay, so That's don't yeah, don't be scared to ask questions. Um, obviously, you said that you know it's important to keep motivated because it is a long course and it's very much in your face. So, kind of, what kept you sane during those years, and what keeps you sane now? Like, what do you do after work or besides work? Are you talking about now? Now lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> well, generally, not like specifically during the lockdown, but what were you like you well, know doing before? I mean. Um... I don't know if you know or not, but I like to play basketball. So um, right. I, 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 I joined like the local teams and I played in the local leagues. Um, so I keep my mind fresh and keep myself sane by just you know, surrounding myself with different people, um, exercising, eating healthy and stuff like that. So I guess that's the, the, that's the thing to do. Uh, with lockdown though, that's all gone down the drain. I mm -hmm. put on like maybe 10, 15 kilos. All my trousers are tight now, but anyway... Um, I'd say during the course, I think it's good to socialize. Is you know, it's uh, with with any university degree, you make friends and you kind of uh, you know you, you should find your friend groups. So I'd say just get stuck in with whatever whatever thing you find interesting. Just mm -hmm. if if there's any clubs that you want to join, if there's any sport you want to play, why not give it a go? What have you got to lose? Mm -hmm. That's what I'd say. Cool. Well, that's the way to that's the way to stay sane. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I mean, I feel like. I didn't know what to expect from this conversation because I was like, how can we make teeth sound interesting? But from, you know, everything that you've shared, I feel like I've learned a lot and I hope the listeners have as well. Yeah. But yeah, thank you uh, so much, Darshan, for giving me your time. And that's I not a problem. Yeah, I hope the listeners kind of, you know, can take something away from this as well. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Take care.